0: Our guest for today is Mobolaji. Mobolaji. Mobolaji has been my friend for quite some time, and uh yeah, you're welcome. Please introduce yourself. Mobolaji is an ex Y staff but please introduce <laughs> yourself?
1: Wow. Hi everyone. Um, my name is Mobolaji. Most people call me Mo and I am a marketing professional right? Because I had friends and I don't live wines. So I'm no longer aspiring with Um Yeah, so a marketing professional, a Jesus girl um, through and through, love the Lord, find my identity in Him. And I just like to what's it called? Find a way to share with Jesus. So whenever I'm asked to you know introduce myself or put the Lord so yeah beyond like work and every other thing that I do i a content we trying to youtube as well I am a Jesus girl so more is a Jesus girl and it's great to be here thank you for having me
0: okay so today we'll be talking about um, amazing grace but before we go on I'm just going to say a word of prayer um, i'm just going to say a word of prayer in jesus name but i thank you for this meeting tonight i thank you for for bringing us both to this place this place of communion this place of fellowship and lord i pray that as we as we have this conversation that the words we speak would be spirits the words we speak they would be life and they would give life to anyone who listings and they would give life to even the both of us in the mighty name of jesus i pray that we would speak words that are consistent with you that are consistent with your nature that are consistent with the gift you give to us in jesus mighty name we've prayed amen so yeah uh Amazing Grace it's, it's it's a popular hymn. I think it's it's very popular, like even outside of the church. But then I would like to know, like, when was your first experience with Amazing Grace? When was the first time you heard it?
1: I don't think I remember the very first time I heard it. I, I <laughs> honestly, I don't remember the first time. But all I know is, you know, it's a hymn that. I have heard many, many, many times in my life. That has blessed me personally. But to think the first time I heard it or the first time like I remember, you know, this thing to it. Honestly, I don't I don't, I can't recall that.
0: Oh, okay. Okay. That's cool. Um and i know we're putting you on the spots, here with this question a bit, but when I first got the idea to have you talk about amazing grace. I could not help but to remember your story of your encounter with God. So, if you don't mind, like sharing, I mean, the story about um, how you met God on Twitter, basically. So, yeah. yeah, I would like you to share that story because, yeah, I think it's it's very cool. So, if you could share the story okay. with us,
1: awesome. Um, so I, you know. Often say that my salvation story is very interesting it's not that everybody's salvation story is not interesting every every salvation story is special but um mine happened after i went to a lady's timeline on twitter or i don't even know how i teach an timeline actually and she was talking about her love story this was i think December 2013, if I am correct, because so it was my first year of gaming, and you know she was talking about her love story that you know um she and her parents if he now, she mm-hmm. and the person that she said <laughs> went to marry <laughs> they live uh they live like quite far from you know each other but that uh, the guy would Pick her up, you know, so that they can go to work together in the mornings and how he's just always there. You know, the way the Bible says, like, love, and this is this is somebody that is not yet even married to him. So, for me, reading that story, I'm like, you know, I've never experienced a love like this. All I had known at that time was, you know, situationships, and God Mm -hmm. has, you know, a way of inviting Mm -hmm. us with the things that can entice us, right? When yeah. so I saw that story, I was like, ah man, I would love to have something like this someday, you know, and the fact that she kept referencing the Lord, like she was very unashamed that they are, you know, keeping themselves pure until marriage, is God that has helped them to love themselves the way that they do, and all that, and after reading it, I was alone, there was no altar call or nothing, I just knelt down and I was in my friend's uh, dorm room. I knelt down by her bed and I said, Jesus Christ, come and be my savior. I want something like this someday and all that. And when I stood up from that, you know, from that experience, I just knew that my life had changed. And yeah, that was my salvation story. That's how this whole journey with the Lord actually started from Twitter. And it's one of the reasons I'm actually really passionate um, about social media. I feel like social media can be used for good and it can be used for bad as well, but I try as much as possible to use my own platform for good. So that's my story, my own amazing great story.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I remember the book you wrote about this thing. I think what's the title of the book again? How I Met God on Twitter, I think that's it. Yes, I
1: think that's the title. Uh, uh, yeah, that's and the journey since
0: then. That's the one. <laughs> yeah. So, the journey since then, since even after writing the book, what has it been like for you? Like, even after writing the book, what has the journey been like for you?
1: Yeah, well, the journey has been beautiful, it's you know, it has been beautiful, but it has also been. I mean, Lord did not promise us that we'll never have trouble, so. It has been tough sometimes, it has even been discouraging sometimes because yeah remember I said that, um, I came to the Lord because I'd really love love story, Um, <laughs> you know, that's how many years, <laughs> you know, since i like that, read that I'm, oh yeah, right like 10 years now and I'm still not like married. I'm still single, but you know. And sometimes that can be like, God, is it that you why me have graduate with it, right? Why me to love something to you? You're not giving me the love of my right? Things like that. So those are things that just come to mind some sometimes. But trust me, um there is nothing um in my life before Christ that I would say is worth what I have now. Like the relationship I have with the Lord, the forgiveness, the love. of that I feel the, the everything about the Lord, about coming to the Lord, uh, about my Christian, even when I have discouraging times, right? So, um, yeah, a song by William Mandel that I really love, titled uh, and "Won't Go Back" or something, and the lyrics just mentions how you know he won't go back to the way it used to be. And that song is like my testing of either, no matter you know, what it seems to be enticing and all of that in the world, I can't go back because I've tasted and seen that the Lord is good, right? So, I mean, the journey since then, it's interesting, I've met a lot of amazing people, friends, you know, that pray with me, that love me, that cherish me, and just relationships that I would not trade for anything. So, that's been the journey since then.
0: Mm -hmm. yeah i i think a christian also had in mind to ask you with you guys my is very big on friendships and relationships and family and you know things like this (laughs) she's she's very big on it she's very intentional about it and um in our journey with god um i do believe that the people he surrounds us with the friends the family the relationships they are somewhat of an extension of His grace to us. And I would just like you to touch on how, yeah, re- great relationships are just an extension of God's grace to us and how, what experience has been like for you, like God using your friends to be there for you, using your friends to correct you, to, so, yeah, basically be there for you.
1: Okay. Um, I mean, I have so many um, examples, you know, that I can mention but one that comes to mind is the most recent one because i recently just moved right relocated from nigeria to the uk and during that period the way people like showed up for me (laughs) and the way people keep showing up for me is just amazing right like they need like a whole surprise you know um absolute for me i'm like isn't all baby shower and things that people do surprise for themselves right um and that was really really touching and how you know even my sister had made a list of things that i wanted to buy while coming actually get the pay handled everything without me having to pay you know i just people just sharing up loving up on me calling me i mean if i still sent me a VNK I and mean, the really voice notes and the voice, she was just screaming and saying, oh, Mama, I missed you. I think, but when i like, just knowing that you are not, right? It's a privilege and something that I don't take for granted. And, you know, that's how I see the like tangible release of God in my life. Like my friends, my family, their intention towards me. I mean, it was a friend that drove me to the airport on the day that, you know, I was traveling and they had work that day, but they still came in with me, helped in my luggage and all of that, mm-hmm. but if I'm to go back to the last like 10 years that I got saved, man, I have so many stories. <laughs> but like Absolutely. this most recent one is the one that's, you know, readily comes to mind.
0: Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's so good. That's so good. So, but then I know we've talked a little bit about like giving your experience with God, like mm-hmm. based on your personal story. How do you describe the word grace?
1: No problem. I would describe it personally as a very special gift that um, I can never really pay for, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's how I can describe it, a very special gift that, you know, I cannot pay with money, I cannot pay by being a good girl on the time, I cannot pay by paying my tithes, all of these things are good things that we should do believe believers. But grace is a special gift that when I think about it, when I think about how huge, you know, it is and how deep it is, I just see that man, this is a special gift that I can never really repay God for. That's my definition of one Greek
0: in my language. Yeah, uh, I I think the, the very popular one is. Oh, uh,
1: married uh, people.
0: Oh, married test people. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's like the, the very popular
1: lady one. I like, purposely didn't want to say that. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
0: that's like yeah. that's like the popular one, right? And yeah, yeah I think that's that's true. Um, that's right. I mean, even in scriptures, we see Paul talking about how while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. He basically paid the price for us and took it upon himself. And um, we we see even in our time today, um, in the church today, I think this, there are some circles. I I don't really have run-ins with such people by the special grace of god but there are circles where um uh, the where grace has been misinterpreted so to speak and it's almost used as a license to just leave anyhow as a license to leave anyhow but then paul also like said and i, and I believe the reason he must have said this is because the trials the church is going through today it's not so different from what it experienced in his time so he went on to say will we continue in seeing that grace will abound god forbid and um i know we've i think we had a conversation about this a couple of months ago where i had said that um as as believers yes we are free but it's the kind of freedom where um the fish doesn't stay out of water, and see that's freedom for it. It has to stay within certain yeah, confines, yeah. right? Yeah, and like yeah, I would just want you to speak on like um, not abusing the. I don't even know if I would say this one is uh, pro-grace or anti-grace. I don't know mm. what what maybe I would give to it, But just not abusing the grace of God upon our life, and yeah, in a practical in a practical manner.
1: How would I explain it now? So let me use a good like an example. So before this um session, I was actually just praying and sort of like meditating for a few minutes on maybe what the Lord will have me share. And most times when I'm preparing for something and like something that had happened in the past drops in my mind. I didn't yeah. know that the Lord wants me to, you know, talk about that. And one thing that he brought to my mind that I haven't even remembered in a while was that, you know, before I was saved, I used to be a... I used to be a bully, right? So a lot of people have their own salvation story, you know, in secondary schools that many they were, you know, they were bullied. But my whole story was the other way around. I used to be a bully, I used to be rude. I used to talk to people anyhow. I mean, there was a time, you know, I posted something on Instagram, maybe about salvation or something. And somebody who I went into secondary school with replied me Mm -hmm. and said, Oh, you know, do I remember when her brother came to school and I, you know, called her brother like a for a monkey or something? And that made me cry. I was like, I really sent, I don't even remember doing that, right? And I apologized thinking that, you know, I'm no longer that person. But, Imagine if uh now that I'm saved and I know that all oh, my sins are forgiving, but Lord loves me, all of that, I keep on grieving people just because <laughs> I know that my sins are forgiving. That would be me um I would say taking advantage of you know a free gift or trying to misuse a free gift. So people that you know say, you know. That we have grace, we can continue to do whatever we can sing, we can live however we want, we can dress however we want. That's misusing a free gift, right? But the mm-hmm. right way to go about it is, when you have a gift, you have something special, it's the way you should treat it, like you sh- It should even make you better, right? And not make you, right? Like, it should make you nervous, responsible. that wow, You know, this person gave me these gifts. Then it means they see me in a certain light, and I have to live according to those standards that they see me. I mean, like you know, people say this then. How do they say it now? Um, sort of like you know, not responsible to anybody. Grace is living responsibly according to any precepts of God, loving God, forgiving people right and being kind um so that's how i see it and not abusing it in simply saying that every single day of relax and i wake up you know i would not purposely say right appear to do things just because i am i mean that you a forgive it so that's how i see it
0: so yeah uh yeah yeah that makes sense that that's that makes a lot of sense and I know it's something you speak on every once in a while like I mean like you said you're a content creator so you're, you're a bit uh is outspoken yeah. the word or you a bit open with your views um and that's something you you say every once in a while and just speaking on grace and yeah, there's something I've had to learn over the years and it's it's something we usually say would say oh show this person grace or show this person mercy right and it's almost as though um because i've received something i did not work for from god i should also be able to give something to somebody they did not work for and it's basically like um how we're not supposed to pay good with evil or evil with evil right and basically seeing people how god see them Uh, Has it been easy for you extending grace to someone? Especially, you know, they don't deserve this thing, but has it been an easy task for you over the course of your work with God?
1: Well, anybody that says they walk in the park or it's easy, I mean, maybe that's the person's experience. So I shouldn't, you know, yeah, I shouldn't say anything about that. Personally, I would say it hasn't been a walk in the park. It's something that I, oh my God, Holy Spirit, thank you. So, a great example. Um, a few years ago, you know, I dated somebody and it basically left the relationship part broken. Right? But now mm-hmm. Martin is married and they were doing their anniversary recently and I was so happy for them. Like, I see pictures and I do not feel anything. And it's because mm-hmm. of the work that the Lord has done because it was quite messy, had to break and all that and it took you know holy spirit sometimes to help me but you know to get to a point where i have now you know it totally like totally totally 100 percent right it's a work that only god can do but that's one example another example which i prayed about yesterday or today is that the very first person i dated before i even got saved i think the person she changed no, I don't think. The person cheated on me. <laughs> and <laughs> a friend of mine was it's a secondary school gist and all of secondary school matter. The friend of mine that I saw them, you know, came to tell me about it. And she told me the name of the person that he cheated on me. And this person was not attending my school or whatever. But somehow, I didn't realize it until yesterday that I still kept this lady in my heart. Not the the person I did the person that oh, you yeah. me with, who just yeah, didn't okay. know me, right? And how I knew was, I saw, I was just scrolling on Instagram in end, and I saw a name Like I saw, the person's name, I was like, Is this time, let me want to check the page, maybe they did that, you know? girl. <laughs> and I feel like I'm like, eh? secondary school. already how many years? Like, I'll just go um uh, university, like, literally, like, it's been years since that happened and I had to pray and say you cannot you know, you can't forgive somebody that hurts you in twenty eighteen. It's not always so easy that some people just do some things and that's it and just let it go. But it's something that I try and when the Lord like shows me, I try not to misgive myself and don't go to blood and say, God, this is that helped me. Right? So it's not always a working path, but we've the Lord. I have sealed and help with forgiving people, and just giving grace to people. Because remember, I also said that I used to be a bully. So who am I that the Lord will love me, He will forgive me, and that other people too will forgive me? So if other people can forgive me, then what are the things that people have done to me that will make me not forgive them? Right? So mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, uh, my own experience of forgiveness makes me also not to extend the same forgiveness to others.
0: Absolutely, it's like being a channel for God. It's like being a channel for God. It's mm-hmm. like um, He He's not giving us what He's giving us, giving to us for us to just hold on to so it. He's also giving it to us to give to other people. So if He extends grace to us, it's to extend grace to others. If He shows us love, it's to also show others love. Basically, uh, being ambassadors of him on the earth because nobody can see God but they can see you right they can they can't see God You can't tangibly hold on to a particular thing and say this is God but people can Mm -hmm. see us people can see the members of the body of Christ and we ought to allow ourselves to be to be channels of his grace of his mercy of his love all of the virtues um, that he embodies we ought to allow ourselves to be channels of those virtues to um, other people. and as much as it benefits them, I, I also believe it benefits us as as God's children as well because that's an avenue for growth. We claim that we want to be more like him and these tough situations I think are like the optimal uh, optimal um, challenge for us to become more like God, for us to become more like God. And it reminds me of that thing when Jesus said, if you say you love your neighbors, or if you say you love those who love you and hate those who hate you, like, what, what really makes you any different from the Pharisees? Or what really makes you any different from the heather? Yeah, so you have to be able to love even those who a lot of people may think they are not worthy of love in any way or or manner. And yeah, I think that's yeah, that's that's very important for us as believers to implement in our lives. And uh, the next thing I I would like you to speak on. Um, Amazing grace, how sweet the sound, how sweet the sound. Um, your mom. Did do you mind talking about how, when you lost your mom, how God's grace, like in what way, it was extended to to you? Like, yeah, when you lost your mom, I think that was in twenty uh, seventeen 18. or eighteen, I guess eighteen. Yeah. In 2018, I I I know that was a very trying time for you. Up until that, you still speak about it. So um, yeah, what? Once... <laughs> so yes. So, so what was it like for you at the time? <laughs> I'm mean, up until now, like yeah.
1: Yeah. Hmm. Well, then you know that song, "If I Spat, So Cool," because we're there, Mr. hey I feel like, even though <laughs> I'm for the grace of God, um, now probably have lost my mind. It really, I'm not even joking. Probably I'm wrong, And I'm not even like, this is not me, you know, trying to sound interesting or whatnot. Because, like, you know, I'm last born of my mom, you know, um, papa, baby, child. Sisters are like a bit more older than me, like the, my immediate sister is like five years older than me, mm-hmm. and my first sister is like almost 10 years. So, I'll probably be a house and things that my mom probably did not let my sisters into play to make me look like I enjoy. You know, so. they I don't know this but we get what I think, right? So, yeah, and I lost my mom, it's something that I did not imagine was possible, you know. Uh, you know, in this life, we watch movies and. Seeing obituaries and all that, it just never occurred to my mind that uh, it's possible that this woman can give the earth, right. So when she died, thankfully I was already a believer, right? So I just I couldn't pray, I could not, not even why I was just numb for like a month. I couldn't, I could not read my Bible. I couldn't do anything. But the thing about you know already having been Lord before hard times is that, you know, that grace continues to speak for him even in those times where you cannot not, you know, stand up or read your Bible or pray or be spiritual or be spiritual or things like that, right? And it was God's grace that just held me, like literally held me. I used to say that, you know, I used to grieve me Jesus, right? So Um, as much as that it was painful and I would want to run away a lot of the time from the presence of God. One thing that always just stood out for me was God wanted me to grieve with him. Like, don't just do this on your own, right? But that he was constantly there. I remember that, you know, on the day that she died, the verse, I, I, I used that verse. That verse was the only thing that I could remember for like a month, right? It was, I think it's it's, it's, Isaiah 43. You know, I don't know the specific verse now, but the verses that talk about, you know, when you go through the fire, I'll be with you, when you go, to grow, go through, and go through flood, what you've done, all of that. And that was the verse I could just hold on to, you know, and that I feel like that was also the verse God using the word to strengthen me. Another verse that I found, you know, that same year or like soon afterwards, Psalm 119, verse 50, and I think it says something like, you know, um, my comfort and my suffering is this, your promise preserves my life. Those two verses I can never really forget because of how the, see, the word is powerful, the word is powerful. And because of how, you know, the word held me, the word literally like constantly gave me grace on a daily basis on those days that I could not even mm-hmm. like do anything of my own now through the years, tough times, you know, sad times, times when I'll cry, I'll still see, I still see until now God's grace you, holding me, um, ensuring that, you know, I don't lose myself and I don't lose, you know, my faith, um, because of the tough, you know, a tough thing that happened to me. And, you know, I always believe now that you know, going through that experience has just made me believe that, you know, this God that has started a good work in me, he is not that faithful to complete. So I don't see anything that can shake my faith that would make me leave make me the Lord or say ah, this Christianity thing, you know. Because, I mean, my mom was really, really special to me. Really, really, really special. Right? So, yeah, God's best Continues to comfort me now because five years after it can still be really tough, to be honest. And this, I just remember something and I start crying randomly. You say, some people will say, oh, years is a long time, but man, you know, everybody grieves differently. So, yeah, God's yeah. grace has helped me, especially through His word.
0: Yeah, that's so that's good. I like the parts you talked about, His word. Uh, In verse four of the song, it says, "The Lord has promised good to me; His word, my hope secures. His word, my hope secures." And yeah, just again talks about how, how I mean, the entire book of Psalm one one nine. Yeah, it's. Huh. I say it's about the word, actually yeah yeah the word oh, precepts the word is precepts is law. i mean you just it just causes different things but you know it's pointing to one thing mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, <Yes. just laughs> but then you know it's 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 pointing to one thing and yeah, yeah god's word is it, it's very important in in the life of a believer in the life of a believer it can't be it can't be overstated, so to speak. It cannot be overstated, right? And yeah, like, even with what happened to your mom, I think it was around, it, I think that situation sort of led to the situation I should be almost found yourself and if you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, I
1: mean, it's <laughs>
0: so, the, the
1: situation was that, you know, when, um, soon after I lost my mom, a, mm-hmm. not really, I won't say a friend, but, like, an acquaintance, right, that he was married, um, who would constantly check up on me, he would, uh, you know, call me times and all that times. Because I was so vulnerable at the time I just wanted I don't know, I wanted emotional, now. I don't know the words. But like we have to just feel like I'm you know people have cared for.
0: So what, I something like to replace too.
1: your mom. It, what? well the things I knew that so nothing to replace her. was just okay. somewhere to find sickness, you know. Yeah. Somewhat say, somewhere to just, you know, find stories and forget all my troubles. Right, so you know, I decided to have a crush on this married man. My mother was in the particular night, it was quite neat, and that he came to see me. I came down from my house, you know, went into his car, and we just talked, with a beats. I think when we're done, I think I hugged him. I think we shall hug, you know, that night. And after that night, I am not say so, but I mean <laughs> all this reason like this thing it cannot continue. <laughs> <laughs> because you know <laughs> when I was a fine guy, you know, he had one meeting, you know, he wasn't really babies come to the house and all that. But so I knew that if I let it continue I was going to fall into the scene, right? And then I don't yeah. want that. So after that, like I started to just shift no mm-hmm. more headed low highs and messages and all that that were awesome. And yeah, the yeah. feelings just died. Again, I would say that in the base of God that was covering me even when I did not, you know,
0: Absolutely. <laughs> 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 yeah. in it's an um I once was blind but now I see moments.
1: <laughs> ah <laughs> okay. because the years down the line I can imagine how bad I would be feeling now that I knew better if I had actually allowed myself to have something with him because I'd be like, wow, you know, one day I'll be married as well. You know, this is something I would not want anybody to ever do, you know, with my heart. So I'm just glad that I didn't, you know, and go back and put a, I don't know, the right thing, marriage.
0: We thank God for grace, celebrate grace.
1: Yeah, thank God for grace.
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's just interesting to see how, yeah, God's, God's grace it's, it's multi faceted, so to speak. Uh-huh. Um, it's multifaceted and it just stretches across every area of our life. I don't know, did you read about the person who did you read about John Newton, the man who wrote the here? Oh, yes, I
1: did. I so. yeah i mean
0: like even just going through his story i mean what's the irony that a former slave trader writes about amazing grace that mm-hmm. fights people who are lost and and mm-hmm. freeze <laughs> and freeze them so yeah it's just yeah it's really amazing god has it's, a
1: god has a um sense
0: of okay. yeah absolutely yeah, it's yeah, there's an irony to that really <laughs> it's like yeah. Oh, I was a safe trader, but now I'm saved and I'll be singing about Amazing Grace. I'll be singing about Amazing Grace. Well we go going through the name, do you like have a favorite um verse of it? I know the first verse is the most popular. The most popular. I I, I, don't, I don't think the most popular it's sung sang everywhere, even in circular spaces. It's everybody sings amazing grace. So, but
1: like, did you have a, a favorite verse out of it? Well, I don't know like, Because of how popular the first verse is, I feel like the first one. Oh, yeah. Not, not Yeah. I
0: really
1: do feel Actually. like the first one because, you know, Amazing Grace House with the sound. The second verse is the one that like hits me. House that same thing, which let me, because again, going back to. My story, how I was so uh-huh. rude very, you know, unkind and all that people and really people. Now will be somebody that, you know, and I can share that without shame, you know, someone did, it was like is also inspiring, um, of that come to the faith and all that, you know. That's definitely the best yeah. that coming about for me that, you know, God can save a wretch like me and that, yes, I used to be lost, but now I'm definitely.
0: Found. Uh I used to be blind but now I continue. So yeah. 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 Um yeah, just for the sake of in the spirit of encouragement, right? In the spirit of encouragement, um I would just like for you to to speak prophetically even to just um yeah, anyone may be listening to this, because we we all have had times where we we go through something like think of the case with the married man or whatever thing you've experienced, and you know you hear that whisper in your ear like, ah, God's grace cannot cover this one, or you've you've exhausted God's grace, or you ah, God has given up on you. You know, we we all have days or times when when we do something or we don't do something we're supposed to do and yeah we just get those dark thoughts in our minds or in our heads. So I would like for you to just speak to to someone who may find themselves in such a place on any day. Um yeah. I'd like for you to do that. Um, so I'll start stand by you know something that has been
1: happening to me for a couple of months now. Um yeah. maybe I do something or you know, I say something and you know that thing is sin, right? Or so I thought you're going to experience with my actions or whatnot and I'm now trying to hide, you know, or you know, allow guilt to keep me away from the presence of God. One thing I keep hearing from the Lord every single time is I'm not mad at you. I'm not mad at you. I'm not mad at you. And every the time I hear that in my street, there's just a way it just breaks me. Like, what kind of love is this? Even me, I'm tired of myself. Why are you not <laughs> <laughs> So, <laughs> Right? So, just know that God is not mad at you, honestly. And it's not that we're just staying in you know, the I'm just staying because, you know, it's a sweet thing to say. It's the truth like if you understand and realize the sacrifice that jesus paid you know for you you understand that god cannot be mad at you when he sees us you know he actually sees the sacrifice of his son he sees the sacrifice of jesus on the cross and like my son has also so much for me to be mad at this person i love this person because of You know, what my son has already done for them. My son has already given them access to me. So, if you have a person and you're listening to this and you're wondering, you know, I've done so much. I've sinned. I've committed adultery. I've aborted in the past. I've killed somebody. So many things that would just make us seem like man. I just can never be accepted. God can never love me. Trust me. I will start by saying God is not mad at you. And if you read the first verse of this, you know, of this hymn, it says, you know, the grace that is sweet, the sound is sweet. And um, this grace saves a wretch like me. I was lost and now I'm sound, I was blind and night. It shows trust me. When you come to the light, it's basically you live in darkness to be able to see this law, right? Because again. No matter how much somebody wants to love you and give you sweet gifts and be there for you. If you're not allowing yourself to accept it or you're allowing guilt and shame and all of that to hold you back. You know, there's only so much that person can do because with true love, it cannot be forced. It's like somebody saying, will you marry me? It's like somebody saying, will you marry me? But holding it onto to your head. That's by force, you know, proposal or purpose. God is saying if you marry me but he's not for sin he wants you to make that decision and he's saying come right regardless of anything regardless of what you've yeah. done what you've not done he's not mad at you and one thing i would end with is something that somebody in my church says, he says that when god forgives us in um he probably how it say when god forgives us he throws away our sin in a seed of forgiveness so you know the way yeah. I like say, Oh, forgive and forget a lot of the times when we think of forgiveness in terms of God, we feel like like a like an African parent am probably going to bring it up again and say that's how you did something in, in, in five years, you know, five years ago. That right. But God is like, when I forgive you, I actually forget, you know, that thing that you have done and I just let it be and I see you as a fresh person. So yeah, yeah. that's what I would use to encourage anybody.
0: God is definitely not mad at you. God is not mad at you. Such such a uh yeah, such a good thing to have at the back of our minds. That God is not mad at us. I mean a lot of times even when these things happen, I think it's yeah, we we are short sighted again this place that talks about how we Are blind, but now we see like we are short sighted by our own. We we measure God by our standards, so it's like ah, God, God's love is as limited as as my love, in a sense. And that's why like, I think that once yeah. basically, I, I was saying, pigeon, this person coped off. So, like, yeah. you've reached your limits, you, <laughs> you've reached your limits, and uh, we can't go beyond this point. And we tend yeah. to Project that on God, and I mean, there's even pride in that, um, and and that's just not the case. That's just not the case because it's, there's no way God would ask us to endure. There's no way God would ask us to be patient if He Himself is not the ultimate example of patience. So God asking us even to to forbear, to just to, to suffer long. He's asking you to do that thing, but he also is the ultimate example of that, which he's asking you to do. And yeah, so God is not mad at you. Uh, God is not mad at, and I pray I also remember this on, on these like that, um, that God is not mad at me. Yeah. That's, that's such a good word. That's such a good word. Um, I don't know if you have any last words to share, uh, but if you do, that's that's fine. You can say that, and and I would like for you to to pray for us. So we just um, come to the end of this episode. Yeah, I
1: will just you know go ahead and pray for well, everyone listening to this, and for us, you know, who would come back to listening to it as well. And God, we say thank you, thank you for your mercy, thank you, thank you for your grace. That is truly amazing. Thank you for your love, for us that is so fierce, so consistent, God all minds so stable. We give you all the glory in the Lord, that exalted in the name of Jesus. Father, uh, oh, yeah. we just pray for every single person listening to this right now, who will be wondering in this grace that will be able to read the right truth, this grace that, you know, they have spoken about. I pray that you would Give them lives, God Almighty, to truly see mm-hmm. and understand and accept this grace that you have been for them in the name of Jesus. And I pray mm-hmm. now for every single one who would be blessed and who is already blessed by your grace that you would teach us to be blessings, that we would also extend your grace to others in the name of Jesus. Mm-hmm. point Jesus' precious and beautiful name we have prayed.
0: Amen. 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 Thank you so much. I really, really appreciate it. (laughs) Thank you.
1: Thank you. Thank you for having me.